0: Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. I'm your coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and I'm here to share all my ups, downs, and all-arounds of being a mom to my gorgeous Adia, owning a fitness business called Define London, and truly managing being a unsingle, single mom as we cheer on my husband and his amazing business in Uganda. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Is this a mic check? You heard that right uganda and he is not doing the daily commute so each week i will be joined by a fellow inspiring thriving and surviving busy mumsy we all need to take a deep breath together we try we navigate and not be too hard on ourselves i get it i am human and failures simply happen i am not shiny and i am never filtered unapologetically i am at its best and worst busy mumsy Before we get started with this week's show, I need to give a huge shout out to my much loved sponsor, the one and only Fabletics. I adore the brand and everything that they do and have been a fangirl for some time. I had my first subscription of their leggings arrive to my New York City apartment back in 2014, and it's been fab for me ever since. Not only are they supporting the podcast, but to support you, my other busy mumsies, They've also created a special listener-only deal, which is two pairs of beautiful leggings for just 24 pounds. I mean, come on, guys, that's just 12 pounds per pair or just six pounds per leg. Trust me, your legs will thank you for this one, my busy mumsies. For more info and to grab this exclusive offer from my friends at Fabletics, click the link in the show notes right now. Now let's get into the conversation. Busy Mumsies, we are back for another fab chat, but first I need to ask, do you ever feel like you have lost your sense of cool? Like during your pregnancy, yeah, like things like fit like really, really bad, weird and awkward. But like after, like this has, and like to this day, I struggle with so much like that cool mom acceptance. I, I don't know what it is. I, I actually do. I do. I think I just need an overhaul in my closet or something to bring back my coolness on today's show i have the very cool and hip brian manns i'm looking forward to this chat for the simple fact of like i need to find my cool and i'm hoping that she can help me she started a blog 12 years ago called stroller in the city do you see where she got the name from bum bum sex in the city and to this day she has been featured on the today show good morning america inside edition e news i mean honestly she has been all over discussing cool mom being that cool mom and I can't wait for this chat. So please welcome Brianne Mans. Brienne Mans, welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here um, before ten a.m. your time in New York City. Thank you, thank you. You know, I actually we never got to do Moms Like Us together. Because I actually, re- I got to do the interview with, um, with, with Christina. Yeah. So just, just a backstory for our, um, the Busy mumsy listeners. I, I know what you're thinking. Like, how does Ashley know all these cool people? <laughs> <laughs> and I am very lucky to know the very, very fabulous and cool Brian Manz from a show called Moms Like Us, that Us Weekly magazine was producing during the pandemic. Am I correct in saying that?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and um, so I was on the show talking about pre postnatal workouts and my time training Pippa Middleton, and um, but we didn't get to officially meet. I so- know. I love that you trusted me sliding into the DMs of Instagram and being like, I love Stroller in the City. I loved that I was able to be on Moms Like Us. Please, will you be on the Busy Mumsy podcast?
1: Yes. No, anytime. I mean, I have my own, obviously, as you know, my own website that I've been doing for forever. And I actually, I just recently launched your podcast. So when you said be on my cat podcast, I was like, oh my God, you need to be on mine too. And I I it just keeps like, on giving, right? <laughs> and I feel like, you know, the topic of conversation, it's always something that we're talking about. We're always talking about fitness and health and all that stuff, especially for busy moms. So it just was the perfect fit.
0: Well, I want to rewind with you, Brianne, about life pre-kids, because you have three glorious kids that we will learn all about. But what were you doing pre-kids New York City? Yes, she is a NYC babe through and through. So. What was life like for you Pre kids,
1: oh my goodness! Well, I owned a fashion showroom in the meatpacking district, and those were the crazy fun days. We were out to dinner every night, taking clients. We were flying all around the world, um, showing our lines, you know, to stores and selling to like top end uh, stores. And um, yeah, I I moved. I was in Chelsea for a while, and then I moved downtown. Um, So I've been here for a very long time now. Um, I met my husband. We got married. All that stuff before kids.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. So, so with the, what realm and fashion were you doing?
1: I was, so I had a showroom. I represented 10 different designers. So I was basically the middleman. So the designers would give us the collection and we would sell it to the stores. So we sold to Bergdorf, Barney's at the time, um, all, you know, Nordstrom, Neiman's, all of that fun stuff. And then, you know, a bunch of specialty stores throughout, you know, the U.S.,
0: Oh, amazing! So then, so you're you're living this like New York sex in the city, if you will, lifestyle, um, which I I love. And then you fall pregnant, and then yeah. what? We we just like kind of toss things up in the air. Was was there a big moment, an aha moment for you that that said, wait a minute, I, I need to maybe shift, I need to readjust, or did you just continue working in fashion um, while pregnant? and all that. No,
1: I actually didn't. No. So there was a shift. So I I wound up getting pregnant. I was traveling a ton. So I had a showroom, not only in New York, but I had one in Atlanta, in LA. And I started to panic as I was pregnant saying like, oh my gosh, I can't travel all over the place. I can't do these trunk shows anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I wound up selling the showroom to one of the girls who actually worked for me. And till this day, 13 years later, she still has the showroom, which I love so much. It's changed throughout the years, but she's still there. It's still my name that I started with it's called seamless showroom. And, um, so yeah, so I wound up selling it and I was like, I'm going to be a stay at home mom for, you know, this is what I want to do. And that only lasted for a year. And then I started Troller in the City blog (laughs) a year later.
0: I I want to know what were your feelings for the first year of the, and I say this with the air quotes of stay at home mom, because there technically should be like, job written either before it or after it. But like, what were your feelings? What were you going through at, during this time in transition?
1: Yeah, I felt really isolated. I feel like I I didn't really have many friends that actually um, had babies yet and maybe had like one or two. Um, I, you know, I was kind of lost a little bit. I was like trying to find myself. I was used to this, like, you know, job that I went to every single day. And then all of a sudden to just cut that off completely and just stay at home. Um, you know, I didn't have any help with my son. I didn't have a baby nurse or anything like that. Nursing was really hard for me. I was like a little, you know, postpartum you know, getting, it was tough. It was tough for the first couple of months for sure.
0: And that was 13 years ago. Your oldest is 13. Yes, and a monster now. Yes, <laughs> and a monster now. That's gorgeous. Um, I, I, I have to know just just to touch on postpartum and everything. How was that navigating that with your husband? Because he works full time, so he's coming home. You've right. now transitioned into a world of I've been full time working, jet setting. Yeah, and now here I am with you know. Spit up on my shoulder, not looking so glam, perhaps. And how was that? It was a big transition,
1: and not only does my husband work full time, but he also travels. So he was still traveling; he was still doing his thing. Um, it was rough for me. I was definitely getting into like a deep depression. Like I definitely suffered postpartum, one hundred percent. And I think it was like a cup, maybe, maybe it was like two months in. And my mom came. To, she, thank God, she did live close, and you know she would come once in a while and help me. But she came to my apartment, and she was like, "Pack your stuff. You're coming home with me for like a week. Like you need like help." So I went to her house for a week and she got up with the night feedings and I was, you know, nursing still, but I was just pumping. So she was just helping me like try to get that sleep. And it was the sleep, the lack of sleep, the sleep deprivation that kind of like put me there. Um, But she helped me out and I was there for like probably 10 days. It was like the best thing ever. And I kind of like, was like, okay, she's like, go get your nails done. I'll watch the baby, you know, go do this, go do that, go get your hair done. Um, And she really helped me out. And I kind of like just pulled myself out of it.
0: I love that mom came to the rescue. Yes, and it, and it's it, and and actually, then you, as the New Yorker that you are, being okay with not being okay, and you allowed yeah. ten minutes. I'm sorry, ten days, not ten minutes, but ten days to like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take mom's chicken soup and yeah. hugs and love. I think that as moms, we. No matter what kind of stage we are in the land of motherhood, we need to take those moments and times and go, you know what? Shit's really rough right now. I just need some help. Like I I relish I have three days of Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And that is when I have my famous rah-rah, Rowena Nanny. She is my Mary Poppins. I love it. She is the pop of my life, if you will, she comes in, I give her a hug. I'm like, here she is. And she amazing and wonderful. Now you go.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, through the years, I mean, I obviously got help through the years. And then by my third, I had like a full-time babysitter, but just this summer, we don't have help at all. So it's just me. Um, and that was a big transition too, you know, like a couple of years later, not having someone, um, you know, being used to someone there all the time and we're making it work and it's fine. And like the kids are older now, so it is a bit easier. Um, but I still need work. I mean, I am working full time. So I have, you know, I need someone to help me do the laundry. So I have, you know, a housekeeper now to like help me. So I kind of like transitioned, um, the help in that kind of way, but I still, I'm in the kitchen every night cooking dinner. Cause that's just something that I like to do for myself that like calms me down, you know?
0: Oh yeah. No, th- no. Picking it. I, th- I think that you're allowed, you have, you have three children. You, you should be picking and choosing the things that really feed your soul. And then if you have the means to get the help, then by all means, take it. Right. No, right. It's true. What is it like raising children in New York City? It, it, Cause I love New York. I, I, I still, my, my heart beats for New York. You have no idea. I've lived in London now for six years and it, it is such a special place, but it's also a very trying place, right? It so is, what sure. is it like raising children there?
1: Well, I have to first say I do live in Battery Park. Um, Part of the city. So it is like the suburb of New York City. So it's downtown New York City. It's full of parks and trees and families and dogs and all of that fun stuff. So we are very fortunate that we get to live down here. But it's amazing. Like I lived right outside the city. So I was 20 minutes outside the city growing up and I wanted to be like Eloise. You know, I was, my mom worked at a hotel. We'd stay there all the time. And I'm like, why can't we just live here? Um, so I always wanted this, you know, and, um, you know, while we do sacrifice on the space, like our apartment is very small here, we do get we, we're outside all the time. We're always there's always something to do. We're always busy. Um, no one is ever bored. Um, you, I really do take advantage of the shows, the Broadway shows. I take advantage of the museums that we have here. Um, so I really do try to take advantage of all that stuff. But I love it. I mean, it's definitely hustle, bustle, always on the go. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to, you know, take that step back once in a while because we're always like do 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 do. But it just like works for us and our family and our lifestyle.
0: Amazing. So 13 years ago, you decided after, you know, having mom give you the hug and say, you know, you need to find you. You started this blog, Stroller in the City. Yes. And your kids have been a part of this from day one. I mean, it's yeah. incredible. Please tell me like us, not not just me, but anyone and everyone, um, all about Stroller in the City, the the inspiration, the motivation, and what, what keeps you going now 13 years in.
1: Yeah, so I mean 13 years ago so I I quit my full-time job, my business, I sold a business, and I was kind of looking for a creative outlet and you know blogs were just starting to happen and I was like I'm going to start a, a blog, you know, of all the cool things I was finding being a mom, you know, back then 13 years ago there were no cool boy clothes back then and I'm like so into fashion and I was like desperate for something that was not baby blue for my son. <laughs> so I just like went on a mission. And I was like okay, I'm going to do It was it started really as a style blog. So it was, was a stock image. It was like two to three sentences. And I kind of kept it like that for like probably two or three years. And then I, my friend's like, you really need to get on Twitter. And I was like, what is Twitter? You know, that's when all the social media, this was like before Instagram, which is really, really wild. So I went on Instagram and I was pregnant now with my second. And I, you know, started talking to other mom blogs and I was invited to an event in New York City. And I remember emailing her and this is Nicole from mom trends. I always talk about her she gave me like the in to blogging, and she's like, "Hey, we're doing this event with it was the stroller company. Can you come? You know, I would really love to have you meet you." And I was like, "Yeah." What do I bring? And she's like, "Just yourself." And I was like, "Okay." So I went to this um, event. It was filled with bloggers, and there was presentations. I left with like all this baby swag, and I remember coming home to my husband like, "Look at all this stuff I got for free. This is crazy." I started writing up those things, and then I started having brands like reach out. It was very very. Organic brands, like, hey, we'll give you this if you do a write-up, a review. And at the time, I was like, great, this is amazing. And then, you know, fast forward again. Now I'm having my third baby in the hospital, and I was having conference calls. I was like being a consultant for brands of like what you should do, who you should pitch. Like it was just kind of crazy. And then I started writing more and more about our life and like what's happening and all of that stuff. Like my husband travels a lot. I I called myself like the single mom, you know. Um, <laughs> you know like'm
0: single single mom I'm
1: single mom yes yes it's true it was true back then you know it was I was very uh the single married mom yeah for a while and it was hard you know raising three kids my husband's traveling yeah. all the time it was a lot um but people wanted to know about it what did you do how did you do it and you know it was created a sense of community. And now I feel like a lot of the readers have definitely grown with me, but at the same time, we still want to stay true to the new moms out there. So my sister just had a baby. My assistant just had a baby. So um, with those two, I have their you know babies to, to do stroller reviews and all that fun stuff. And before that, I was my photographer. Um, so we still want to stay true to the new moms out there as well.
0: Oh, amazing. So, my busy mumsies, as you know from listening to the show, I wanted to make this podcast to support my other mama bears out there. Those of us who are juggling family life, work life, health, and everything else that we attempt to cram into our day. One of the biggest words that kept coming up for me when I thought of creating this podcast was empowerment which led me to reaching out to one brand in particular who could support my listeners. A brand which is the epitome of empowerment, in my opinion, Fabletics. I always feel amazing when I'm wearing their gorgeous items and I want you to have that same experience too. Look, like a lot of moms, I'm a leggings gal. I live and breathe in them. Even when I was expecting Adia, I just rocked out their pregnancy range. So thank you, Fabletics, for making me feel fab when I wasn't feeling my most fabulous. They offer loud, fun, vibrant colors, which matches my personality, loud and coffee-infused. They also offer streamlined staples that work well from workout to brunch. So here's what to do. Click the link in the show notes now, and you, my busy mumsies, can grab two beautiful pairs of stunning leggings for just 24 pounds. Trust me, when you see yourself in these leggings, your legs, your tushy are gonna be like boom, shaka laka. You're gonna feel fab. Click the link in the show notes right now to get this exclusive offer. I love that Fabletics have come on board as our sponsor for this episode. So check out the link, as supporting them also helps to support this show. Now, with the kids on this journey for you with Stroller in the City, do they have a lot of input or do you try to keep them away from it? Like how how involved are the kids?
1: They are, they, they're they not super involved. I mean, I still love to do fashion. Fashion is definitely what I love. And whether it's for moms or for kids, now they have their own sense of style. And I let them show that on the blog. And, um, when it comes to travel, I just have to say that we're just so fortunate. We get to go to all these fun places. And now that finally we're able to travel again, um, they're excited about it. They're all into it, you know? And, um, yeah, it's it, like I would never let them do something that they didn't want to do, um, or I wouldn't even promote something that like my kids hated. You know what I mean? So like we definitely like to try out whatever it is that we're promoting first. And I, I do say that. And there are times where I'm like, my kids will not eat this. Like I can't, I can't post it. Like they don't like it. Um, so I have to just stay true to that kind of thing. But they, the kids enjoy it. I mean, they're reaping like the benefits of all of it. You know.
0: And of course they're, they're old enough to have the access to the Facebook and the Instagram. And there's a thing called TikTok. I hear, I hear there's this thing called TikTok, this very small social media outlet. Yeah. Crazy. How, okay. So because your kids are of that age that are like in it to win it with it, right? Like how, especially during the lockdown, Stages. How are you monitoring that? I mean, I'm lucky. I got a two year old. She's like, she, yeah. she's just got points and kind of go over uh, the kind of thing. I, th- that's all I'm dealing with right now. So I lucky. <laughs> I, apparently, I, yes, I've I've been told I'm very lucky. Um, yeah. So tell me, how do you navigate with um, older kids?
1: Well, it is, it is hard. You know, obviously you have to have like the parent uh, controls on it, but I have to say, because I think I'm on it, my kids are not really that into it. Like my son asked for an Instagram account years ago and I was like, okay, you want that. He's, Maybe posted one time. He never. He's not into it at all. His thing thirteen. He's into Snapchat. So he's that's the way he communicates with his friends. Um, it's through Snapchat. I obviously have to monitor it, you know, time to time, and you know, make sure that you know he's off it when he has to go to bed, and you know, everything's okay because they do erase the messages. So that's a little hard to navigate. And then my middle one, she's starting to get into TikTok, but she just scrolls through it, or she like she'll like to do the dances. Like that's how she's kind of involved. And then my, my last one, my youngest, she's not into it at all. No social media. She's eight and she's rather watch a movie.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. If you're, I think if it's like in their face or in the whatever, like then it's, I guess it's not really like a novelty because they grew up with this. So it's not like, oh, I got to get my hands on the social media. It's not like that for them, which is good. Thank God.
0: Well, then I'm happy to report I already have the signs. Adia sees the computer up; she closes it. She sees the phone; she swats at it. So right, these are all right. good signs and tools that I'm already implementing. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Social media. <laughs> so I I, I want to ask, and I think that this is this is. Well, I, I think it's more so uh, selfish of me to ask because it's it really is. I'm. How do you find the coolness again? being a mom, because what I love about stroller in the city, it's not just about like infant baby. It really does bring to light about hair and makeup and beauty. And yes, moms, we can be beautiful and feel beautiful mm-hmm. while all of the sticky mess is everywhere. And you still have a pile of dishes to do. And for me, I still, I, since having Adia, she's two years two years old as of a couple weeks ago. And I, I still struggle like mentally, physically with that feeling of cool vibe. And what I, and I, again, I love about your platform that there's that still that cool, fresh mom vibe, advice, tips, tricks, bring it on, Brianne, bring it on.
1: I I think I have, I think it is the fact that I have a really amazing network of Women and moms around me that we do make time and go to dinners once a month. And, you know, it's we get dressed up for each other. Like, I'm not really dressing. Up. I mean, of course, I get dressed up when I'm going out with my husband, but, you know, he doesn't know that it's like a new dress. Whereas, like, my girlfriend would be like, oh my God, like, you got that bag. Like, how is she? she is, she's taking, we're taking her out for the first time tonight. You know, like, we'll just, you know, rally each other on. I'm also, obsessed with fashion so that is a problem of mine like I like love shopping it's you know totally addiction but um that's another that's for another
0: podcast (laughs) but um the one that your husband comes on as well and talks about the credit card but again another podcast
1: (laughs) and I will say I do think your fashion and your whole sense of style evolves as you know like with your kids like i always felt like i had like five different wardrobes you know so i had like the pre baby wardrobe then the you know during baby wardrobe and then the after baby like i was in yoga pants for i don't know five years for a while you know and then it turned into leggings and stuff like that so i think like as you're, um, you change like through motherhood so does your sense of style and your sense of taste and i do think it's important to take time each week for yourself like i i struggle a ton with exercise and like implementing that, you know, time for myself, but I'm doing it now. And I'm like, okay, even if I can get in 30 minutes in the morning, 40 minutes in, you know, in the morning, just to like bang out a quick workout. And I feel like for me, the mentalness of like having to go to a class and a gym or whatever. So now I just do it in my house. I put on the workout gear the minute I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, you, your goal is four to five times a week. Like Try to work out four times, you know, even if it's for 25 minutes a day, just do something for yourself. And then another thing I, I love to do, um, and I've been doing it for years. Is my weekly blowout at Dry Bar is here in New York City. I don't think London has a Dry
0: Bar, do they? I think we do have Dry Bar here now. Oh, you do. Or wait, we have we have Duck and Dry. I think is what it's called. Oh, so it's like similar. But I yeah. literally yeah. do that once a
1: week for myself. I blow. I get my hair blown out once a week, and that is my like thing to do. And I and it does last me like a week. But um, yeah, that's like what I do for
0: myself. And I love that. And what about because you are immersed and you are testing products constantly, uh, what would be like your top three, like must have like products that you think a a busy mumsy like absolutely needs like in their arsenal, whether it be clothing, whether facial hair, what is it? Okay, hmm. Well,
1: I, uh, so we're actually filming like a TikTok today with this, and I am obsessed. And this is like so not sponsored. I don't work with them. I've never even gotten a free product from them, but I am obsessed with Summer Fridays, and they're pretty reasonable brand. I use their face wash, I use both of their serums, I use their vitamin C oil, and I use their moisturizer. And on, and, and they actually just came out with an under eye, like kind of cream, but it brightens up your eyes. And honestly, like those like five products are like what I use every day. Um, I love them so much. Um, and I really do feel like it brightens up your skin.
0: Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will, I've, I will make sure that, that is in the notes for everyone listening. To yes, yes. Always revert back to that. So, so we've got the facial products down. So, so give me two more products that are, or clothing or hair or something else.
1: Okay. Well, clothing for me is always Love Shock Fancy. I am okay. obsessed with the brand. I I colors,
0: I, right? It's like quirky. It's pink, it's
1: floral. It just it's me. It's my vibe. When I, Whenever I wear any of their dresses, I, it just makes me happy. So I like need to get like almost every single piece from their collection. Um, I have to hold myself back at times, but it just, those pieces and those dresses just always make me feel pretty and I just love them so much. Um, another thing I'd say is... Um, what else these days, like a great pair of sunnies, you know, like, I think like, no matter what you look like, you know, if you have to go to school, pick up, just throw on like a great pair of sunnies and you're good to go. Like Chanel just made these like really cute ones that I'm loving these days. So I feel like something like that would be great or like a great bag, you know, something like that. Obviously I always go more into fashion.
0: I love it. I I actually have a pair of sunglasses that I put on and it's called, it's, it's actually like my don't talk to me. sunglasses. (laughs) Sunglasses? <laughs> uh, do Do you own a pair of those? Yes. Yeah, I, I think it. everyone should also have a pair of those just because if you are like having that day and you're just like, I'm on my 50th cup of coffee, and I just, just no one talked to me, I'm just getting through the day. So, I think that that also is a great pair of okay. sleeves to have in the okay. arsenal. Yeah.
1: And you know, one more thing too is a good headband. So, when you're like in between like your hair day, if you just like throw in a cute little headband, I love Lili Sadoogie, I think she's amazing. You just throw one of her headbands on, and you know, you feel like a little queen.
0: I love it. Well, I I'm always staying tuned to Stroller in the City, your Instagram, because and your and I, I head to your website as well because you have great ideas and inspiring. And I I am honestly trying to find my coolness again, so I appreciate oh,
1: you're so I, cool. No, you know, I
0: appreciate all of you and all of your coolness that I am stri- thriving, striving, and all of the things to be. Now I, I ask all of my busy mumsy guests that come on this final question. And I do hope that our listeners, um, whether expecting or not expecting, this is just like kind of to kind of wrap it up for your number one advice to any busy mumsy out there. Um, You know what is something that has been kind of you've learned over the years, or something handed down to you. Mine is always never Google it, so you can't take that one. But um, what is it that you want to share with the busy mumsy listeners?
1: Okay, so obviously, whatever phase of motherhood that you are going to, it will pass right? Whether you're in newborn stage and you're not sleeping, it will pass. Or your three-year-old is getting up at five o'clock every morning, it will pass. I promise. Um, But something that my mom always told me is do what works for you. And that's the way that you should live your life. Do what works for you. Don't look at others. Don't compare yourselves to others. If your kid, if you're getting a full night's sleep with your kids sleeping next to you, then do what works for you, um, and that's kind of how I just lived my life. Do what works for me. Don't don't compare yourself to others, and it
0: works. Amazing, and I love that your mom has been there with you through and through, with the chicken soup and with the hugs. All and of I, it. All of it. You no, know, I I I, I want to give your mom a hug as well. So. Lots of love. And thank you so, so much, Brian, for coming on the Busy Mumsy podcast. I really appreciate your time. And I do hope, and I know that they will. I know, I know that the listeners will absolutely just be engrossed in your stroller in the city platform. I just, I absolutely know it. if they're not already in tune with it, they will be.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy your day.
0: You too. Bye, sweetheart. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mumsy podcast. If you have enjoyed this week's show, then please please give it some extra love where wherever you download your podcast and give it a five star rating a high five, a kickball change a yes, yes, go Busy Mumsies! and don't forget you can find out more information about this week's guest, what we discussed and everything else related to the world of Busy Mumsy by clicking the link in the show notes down below. Before we sign off, I've got to say one final mass thank you to the sponsor of this episode, Fabletics. I genuinely love this brand. If you follow me on social media, you have most likely seen me in their items in almost every photo and definitely every Define London video. I live in their leggings. I freaking love the collaborations they have with celebrities like Vanessa Hudgens, Maddie Zeigler, Anika Hart. Wait, hold on. Anika Hart, she's got gorgeous kids and I'm sure a few busy mumsy tales to say, so we got to get her on the Busy Mumsy podcast. Well, anyways... Click the link in the show notes right now as my busy mumsies get an exclusive offer. Two beautiful pair of stunning leggings for just 24 pounds. So go on with your bad self. Click that link in the show notes right now before you head off into your busy mumsy day.